Bitch, listen up. Now, for today's topic, I'm going to have to ask one of y'all to close the door because there may be some little cheerings walking by down the hallway. And the topic of conversation is adults only. So in today's episode of Girl, Get Your Act Together, we are talking about the soft life wife versus the hard knock life. Now, let me tell you something. I've lived in two different types of lifestyles. And I can say as a woman who works and a woman who's always worked and a woman who plans on working until I die, I have to work only, not because my husband wants me to work. That's not it. Neither one of my husbands required that I work. It's just that my mouth costs a lot. And because my mouth costs a whole lot, I have to keep a job on hand. Let me tell you this. So just, um, so I did a bit of a test with my husband. You know, we've been married for almost 19 years in March. So I had to do a little bit. This is what wives do. Wives do certain things to stay married long term. If you married a good looking man who's got all of his stuff together that everybody wants, that's the kind of guy I got. So a few days ago, okay, just getting my back on. I have three different income streams. That's how I roll. I'm a lawyer and I do three different things in the legal field to make money. So I've always got money coming in. But my husband makes a great bit of money as well. He's banking. So we got together. We built our wealth together over the course of years. But I was already a lawyer before I met him. So I already had a little stack, but I was a baby lawyer. I didn't have a lot. So we're working together, building up this nest egg. So we have our first kid in 2008. Um, so then my husband says, hey, you don't have to go back to work if you don't want to. I was like, oh, well, that sounds great. So then for the first six weeks I was nursing, I was doing everything right. And I was like, OK, this is great. I like doing nothing. I like just doing the baby. But then after a while, I got like, OK. Then when he came home, he was like, how'd you like your day off? I said it was great, but I was doing baby stuff all day. I'd rather be doing lawyer stuff. And he was like, no, 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 I don't want you to have to work. I want you to stay home with the kid. That was the ideal situation to be in. Having a husband that says you no longer have to work after you have your child. That's what we all want. That's what you think you want, ladies. That's what you think you want. That is what I call the wife death trap. I'm telling you this. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying this. I love seeing it all over social media that women are living the soft life. I love it. With my first husband, I was a lawyer already when I met my first husband. He played in the NFL. We were millionaires. There was no prenup. I didn't have to work at all. As a matter of fact, he got mad at me because I was not able to attend the NFL Wives Club meeting on Fridays or no, I think they were like Wednesdays at like 11 a.m. It's like, dude, I'm working. He was like, you're the only wife that works. He said, that's not really working out. So I was I was a working wife married to a man in the league. Great life because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I mean, I became a lawyer for myself, not for anybody else. So I was working. All my friends like, oh my God, why don't you quit your job? I was like, ah, why? What else am I going to do? So then finally, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me just test out this theory. We're extra rich, like super duper rich. All the other wives are kicking it. They're like going shopping all the time. But the thing about it is I was shopping too. I was just shopping all the week because they're getting it sent to my office. So I'm shopping all the time. Let me tell you something. I decided to quit the firm. I left the firm. Everything was great. I said, I'm going to quit the firm because I want to go to training camp with my husband. So I'm like, okay, I'm out there hanging with the wives, going to training camp, sitting on the side like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a wife. Well, listen to this. After training camp, I'm like, okay, I was at training camp for like four days. And I was like, I'm ready to go back home. We didn't have any kids. So I was okay with that. I'm like, I just want to go back home. I don't want to spend my day looking at him and his job. It was like, I'm a lawyer. Now that I'm not lawyering anymore, what am I going to do all day? I got a couple of facials back to back to back to back. And I was like, okay, I had 20 something year old face. I didn't have any pump pimples or anything. I didn't need to work out. I was already fit. And I was like, is this it? Is this it? 
I wasn't wearing Dragon Lady nails. I'm like, I'm a basic kind of chick. I mean, I get the occasional extensions, but it's like, once you get your hair done, once you get your nails done, once you get your pedicure, you only need that like every two to three weeks. So what are you doing every single day, all day with the soft life? I'm just telling you, once you buy everything from the fall fashion season, when New York Fashion Week comes out in September, when the Vogue September issue is in it and you're rich, you can buy whatever they got in the magazine. Let me get everything from Gucci, everything from Prada, everything from Chanel. So when you're doing that and you're rich, you buy everything from the fall line. You have to wait until... January to see what's coming out for the new collection. How many clothes can you wear at one time? There are only seven days in a week. Let me tell you something, ladies. I can appreciate the soft life, okay? I was only good at living the soft life for about four months. After that, I was bored to death. I was like, what is the point? I don't know what to do every day. That was when, I mean, it was like, what am I going to do? Watch Jerry Springer and Oprah all day long. I didn't have a kid. I was bored to death. My friends all had jobs. My, my Everybody in my family was working. If you're living the soft life out there on social media, maybe you are enjoying doing that every single day. But if you don't have a job or anywhere to go, where are you wearing all those fancy clothes? I had everything out there. I listen, the time when I was that rich in my when I was married to my first husband, that was back in 2001 and 2 and 3. And then I got married to my second husband. I met him in 2003 after I divorced the first one, married the second one in 2005. And even this one, once we had a, I was like, "Dude, I'm going to work." I had to you have to keep your sanity. And after a while, it becomes what else is there left to do? There's not, I mean, unless you are a stripper, a dancer or something, and that you need to have your body preened and lean and like waxed every other day to make sure you don't have, if you're, if you're doing porn, that's one thing, that's okay. But that means that gives you a reason to be doing the soft light beauty every single day. That level of maintenance and upkeep gets bored. And let me tell you something, for those of you who want to live the soft life just because you're stressed and tired, I get it. I get it. But even after you have a baby, if that's the deal, after you have a baby, your baby's going to end up going to school because you're not going to want to be with that kid for 10 hours out of the day. No, you're not. 10 hours out of every day. And then after that, have your husband come home saying, what's for dinner? I don't know. Throw up on my chest is for dinner from the baby. And you don't want to have that attitude. If you have a soft life, it's really a hard knock life. Okay. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. Let me tell you something. I had to give up the soft life out of number one, boredom. Number two, I had nowhere to wear all my stuff. I was like, I'm buying all these fashions and I'm sitting at home watching TV and I'm dressing up in Gucci looking at TV. I'm not going to luncheons every day with my friends. The the NFL wives are not kicking it every day. They have their own lives. They got babies. They got lives. They want to outdress the other one. You're not going shopping together. You might go to the spa occasionally, but the wives are in competition with each other. They just are. That's what it's always been since back in the day, you know. So because I have three jobs, yes, I do. And this, I don't consider my podcast a job. It's a pleasure. So because I have three income streams, I told my husband like a week ago, I said, listen, something's got to give. He said something persnickety to me. He like got cross with me three times in a 14 hour period. I count the hours between kerfluffles as a married woman. Like I know it's either me, I'm doing something to provoke the shenanigans or it's you. You got something going on with your job, something going on with something I don't know about, but it's coming off on me. All wives have to deal with that. That's just go, that's just part of the course. That's how you stay married. You have to absorb it, but you have to know why they're giving you that heat. So I was like, okay, you had uh, three kerfluffles in 14 hours. And I sat there and said nothing. Now I'm the kind of wife. I got a lot of mouth on me. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, I mean, I have my own 
own money. I have my own job, but that's not why I got a lot of mouth on me. I have a lot of mouth on me because I like to have an opinion. Now, for those of you who don't have an opinion about anything, the soft life is for you. For those of you who just don't want to work, the soft life is for you. For those of you who don't get bored, who want to dress up and eat bonbons all day and just want to work out all day, that soft life is for you. But for those of you who like to talk a little bit slick, for those of you who have a little bit, a little bit of clapback when you hear something that uh, piques your interest from your spouse, then you need to have a job. You know what? You have to stay working to pay for your mouth. You must always be able to pay for your clapback. What I learned is that the jaws of life are what they use to free people from cars when they like wrap them around a telephone pole and there's no way they can get them. The jaws of life will free you. I consider my consistent employment Gainful employment is what I consider the jaws of life, always freeing my mouth to have a clap back in case I feel like something's not going quite right. So, you know, sometimes men be men are men. And because men are men, they and because my husband understands that he is the alpha in the household period. I believe in submission. Yeah, because I believe only one person can drive a car at the same time. Okay, so you got to just sit there. Somebody got to be in the backseat. You could be a passenger, but just shut up. So at the end of the day, I like to pay for my mouth with my employment, my three streams of income. So I said to my husband, I said, listen here, I was going, I was under a lot of stress. And because I'm a woman of a particular age, I had to talk to my mom. I said, is this hormones? Is this menopause creeping up? I don't know what's happening here, but I don't seem to be able to take the flack like I used to. It's like, I don't know. I no longer want to take the the popping gums. And sometimes I'm like, bam, I can give you a zinger real quick. So my mom was like, maybe it's just your hormones. You know, that's just married thing. My mom was married for 58 years, so she gets it. She's like, so, but you know what? Sometimes you got to give a clap back. Sometimes you got to curse your man out. Sometimes in the morning, sometimes at night, just so that he knows that you still got that fire in you. I was like, okay, mom, I get it. So I decided to twist my husband up and go for the jugular one time and chop his head off. And he was like, whoa. I said, let me tell you something. You don't make enough money for that type of tone today. I'm not in the mood today. Maybe yesterday I was, but today I'm not because he was on his third, his third kerfluffle with me. I said, so now that you see, because sometimes if you let your husband smack off to you and you don't say anything because you're like watching your show and you don't want to be bothered, they're like, okay, they can do it again. So then if they do it again in rapid consistency, like bam, 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 like maybe like an hour or two later, like, you know, there's another thing. I'm like, okay, well, I'm ignoring you again. You act like it doesn't bother you. By that third time, you have to have a clap back because then... And only then will they understand that that's not acceptable. Your clapback can be with a smile and not disrespectful, but you must have a clapback for your husband. And sometimes you have to curse him out. Yes. If you use curse words, I'm a cursing Christian. Sometimes you have to curse him out to let him know that you still can keep it spicy when you have to go toe to toe. You can't become a nagging wife and become that bitch. You have to just let him know sometimes I'm still in here. I'm still that girl that's going to clap you back. The only reason I can do that and not know that he's not going to be like, well, bitch, leave is because I have a job. Okay, if you do not work, you do not have the right to talk to your husband about anything dealing with money and finances. If it's something that you feel like you need to do and want to do, but your husband says that you can't do it, then you can't do it. 
Okay. Now, I don't really like those odds because if there's only two people in a relationship and there's not a third person to break the tie breaking vote, then that means my husband's always going to win on the money if he's the only one bringing in the money. So I had to bring in the money. So the argument that we had the other day, and I can say because he doesn't watch TikTok, is like, I was like, listen, for all that mouth, I have three income streams. And I'm doing all the cooking and all the cleaning and rearing the two children. And I don't have a nanny or a housekeeper. Now, listen here, sir, you can be the leader of this household. However, I'm not going to take a whole bunch of clap back from you because I've done nothing wrong today. Today has been a great day for me. And you're trying to like jack my swagger. You're trying to bring me down to whatever mood you're in. And I'm not here for that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this pretty face and I'm going to go sit outside and get some air. And then I'm going to come back in. If your attitude hasn't changed, then I'm going to go toe-to-toe with you. And we're going to go round and round while these kids are not at home. See, my husband and I, we both work from home. So if we want to go fisticuffs in the house, we have to give each other notice about what time it is. Okay? So sometimes I said, listen, let me tell you what time it is. All right? Because I think you need to know what time it is. All right? You're not making enough money for that. And I make too much money for that. All right? So let's agree to disagree and back away from this conversation. He's like, okay, baby, let's back away from this conversation. So then I decided to send him a nasty gram text. It wasn't nasty. It was always respectful. Hey, babe, I just realized I'm bringing in three income streams and doing the kids and the cooking and the cleaning. That's six tickers I have. You are bringing in one income stream. You only cook breakfast, so that's a half. And then you don't really clean up because you don't do it as good as I do. So you got two. So it's six to two. And so right now, my attitude is going to go further down the line and I'm going to put you on a two-month pip. You guys know what a pip is. So there's three different times in my relationship my husband's been on a pip where I said, I'm going to leave you if it's not rectified at the end of this particular period. So I said, you're on a 60-day pip. If things don't straighten up and fly right and my stress level is not brought down to zero or below zero, then I'm going to have to reorganize this situation. And because I'm a lawyer, my husband, he's never he never tries to call my bluff. He was like, oh, you're putting me on a pip. What? Oh, I'm on a pip now. Oh, OK. OK. Pip, pip. He thought it was funny. <laughs> so then he tried to test the theory. So he did something He like 12 hours later, he committed another confluffle. I said, oh, OK. Uh huh. He said, oh, you're not going to act like you're mad about what I just did? I said, why would I do that? He said, oh, because I'm on a pip, right? I'm supposed to be on a pip. I said, how are you on a pip? I mean, it's just your performance review is going to happen at the end of the 60 days. And I just want to ensure that you understand that at the end of the 60 days, you're going to have to have your performance review, just like you do in corporate America job, where you have to say your pros and cons and how you can improve and where you think that you were slacking or lacking. And then at the end of that conversation, I'm going to let you know whether or not you get to keep this job or not. So, no, I don't need to argue with you anymore. I'm just going to watch. So fast forward 12 hours after that, he said, babe, I'm upstairs working in my home office. He's downstairs working in his home office. He says, babe, I just sent you a text message. Check your text. I said, okay. Looking at my text, it says, how much do you spend every month on your life? I did the numbers. It's about $2,100. I, I, I like I like shaved it down. It was really $2,400, but I put $2,100. $2,100 outside because my husband pays all the bills. 
There's no question. He pays all the bills, but my money's my money. But sometimes my money's our money. And I'm like, I don't really like the whole our money part of it because I don't have to work, remember? So he was like making me feel like you going to work and do it. I was like, ah, I don't like I don't like how this is going. This is something like you're trying to change it up. So yeah, he pays the bills. So I was like, I just don't like your tone. You still have to be respectful of your wife, even though you're the head of the household. You don't just get to go. Rah, rah, rah. Otherwise, your wife's going to be like, okay, come on, come with it. Let me find a replacement. And so he's like, okay. He comes up to my home office. He said, okay, baby. Well, I've done the numbers and I don't want you to have to do any of that. I'm going to absorb that $2,100 that you've been doing on your own with your own life. I said, oh, really? I said, oh. He's like, because I mean, I just don't want you to have to do. I know you still got the two other income streams. I just want to dead one of them. I want to dead the one that consumes your actual like 40 hours a week. The other ones that only consume like 10 or 15, you can keep those. I was like, okay, that's great. But the other ones that consume the 10 or 15, they make more money than the one that consumes the most time. It's weird. He was like, I said, okay. Now he goes, he said, no, I love you, baby. I just want you to, I just want you to have it easy. I don't want you to have any stress. I said, okay, thanks, babe. Now he goes back downstairs. He's feeling like I did it. I did it. I did it. That's going to help him with his pip. No, it's not. It's not going to help with the PIP. You know why? It will not help with the PIP because let me tell you something. You have to read between the lines when you get an offer like that. That sounds like an offer you can't refuse. Okay? Because everything that glitters ain't gold. Let me hear me out. Just because your husband says you don't have to work and I'm going to pay all that $2,100. He said, now, did you put everything down? I said, yeah, I put everything down. When really I just shaved like $300 I didn't put down. He's like, I put everything down. But my reality was this. Those are my monthlies. That doesn't include how much I just buy on the cool when I'm just shopping and scrolling, shopping and scrolling, sack, 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 sacks. My Teresa, Neiman Marcus, you know, I mean, all the shows that I like to go to online when all the packages are coming to the house i don't have to hide the packages when they get delivered my husband signs for them i don't have to sneak stuff in my closet and i like that kind of freedom i like to be able to have a clap back with my mouth and i also like to be able to not have to be locked into only spending twenty one hundred dollars a month i was like what am i do i spend about five thousand dollars a month but i budget it's month twenty one hundred a month goes every every month every twenty one hundred every month i was like what do you mean so that means i don't have any extra loot I mean, what if I'm just like walking with my girlfriends? And I just want to buy something. I have to call you and ask you for the money or I have to like not get something. I don't know if I could live under those conditions. I don't want to go get a facial that many times. My skin is clear. I don't need that many massages and I can get a pedicure and get my foot massage at the same time. I don't believe that the soft life is everything it's cracked up to be. I've had it. I've lived it. It's boring. It takes away your voice. You have no clap back. And another thing, it's just like, I mean, there's just only so much you can do. Cheers to you women who have a boyfriend who is keeping you. You may end up having the soft life as a wife, but then again, you may end up in the divorce courts and needing to hire me like these other women. And then when you need your legal fee, you don't have your retainer amount because you don't have the $10,000 retainer to pay the lawyer when the man like Dirty John decides to trade you in for a new woman. Yeah, if you didn't see Dirty John, go watch it. The woman was with the man when he went to medical school, dropped out of medical school, then went to law school. She put him through law school. She had four or five kids with him, two boys and two girls. He was just, she was shopping all the time, going to the country club, bragging all the friends what she was wearing. And all the other lawyers' wives, I watched it because I'm a lawyer. All the other partners' wives like, oh, 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 they were getting traded out. And the lawyer husbands were talking about all the ways you could get for your wife not to get the loot. 
and every way to trade your wife in for a new woman. And he traded his wife in for the secretary receptionist that he moved into the office. So then the wife was like, you need to fire her. He said, I'm not firing her. And then he ended up getting with her, cheating with her, and then marrying her, divorcing the wife. So that is what the soft life will give you. Ladies, if you got the soft life, you will end up in divorce court. I promise you, the soft life wife gets traded in for a wife that the guy the, the guy wants because when you no longer contribute to the finances of the marriage, the man has a hard time seeing your value once you get old. Once your face gets all wrinkly and botchedy, like these look, look, all these lines I have in my forehead, I don't have to worry about him. He ain't going nowhere. See, my husband's like, hey, baby, you don't have to do anything. And he say, March 1st, you're done working. I say, ha, ha, ha. okay, yeah, that one income stream, but not those other two. I have to have somewhere to go every day. I have to have, I have to have something to contribute to the conversation with my husband. I have a lot to discuss in world politics, local politics, because the politics of the day affects my bottom line. We're talking about everything across the world. We're talking about what's going on in his corporate job. He doesn't think I can contribute to the conversation if I have nothing else to talk about except for my kids. Now, I'm a great mom. I do my thing. I don't want to be more present with my kids. That's it. I'm still present, but I don't need a soft life to be present. Okay. Listen, girls, women, everybody, the soft life is a myth. The soft life comes with a hard knock return on that investment into you doing nothing. If you are spending all day going to the spa, I guarantee you that secretary that's in the office with your mate is the work spouse. The work spouse turns into the girlfriend. The girlfriend can easily turn into the fiance and the wife and nobody at the office is going to say anything to the wife at home who doesn't work. They're not calling saying, hey, Betty, Betty, did you know that John was up here having an affair? Yes, he is. They're not going to call home. They want to keep their jobs. First of all, they like that their guy is now happy at work. And if he's screwing one of the women at work, they're not going to stop their paychecks. Nobody cares for the stay at home housewife. Okay, because even in Dirty John, the kids were loyal to daddy. They thought their mama was crazy. And so, ladies, if you want a soft life, it's a harsh reality. As a former NFL wife, I did not have any kids with my ex-husband. He married me. He didn't listen. I held out the kitty for a long time. I got the ring in five months. I'm sorry. I got the ring after three months. We got married in five months. So, and I was on my second, my first husband with him, but with my second husband, the same thing, both husbands wanted me to sit down and I did not both alpha men making a shit ton of money. I did not. And that is why those men consistently chased me during the marriage. Okay. Your husband will chase you throughout the marriage if you're worthy of being chased. But if you're just sitting on your butt all day, who want to chase a lazy butt? It just makes you look lazy because if your kids are in school for like eight hours a day and you don't work, what are you doing all day? Jerry Springer's off the air. He died. All right, everybody. That's all I have to say about the soft life. Soft life is really a hard knock life. Ladies, go to work. Even if you got to work part time, do something all day. Do not let your man go out there and be turned on. No, turned off by you not working eventually, because eventually he'll be like, why am I paying all these bills? You don't contribute anything because the one time you forget to cook something good or the one time the kids are unkept or the one time you don't pick up somebody on time for carpool or don't look a certain way or whatever, or the one time you gain a little weight or the one time your weave isn't all tightened up or the one time anything, the one time you ask him, where, why is he staying at work too long? Or the one time you say, where are you going? And he says, does it matter? Well, then you know he got another woman. And then your soft life is now turning into a hard life because then you're going to be worrying, what do I do now? 
I don't have any transferable skills. I haven't been gainfully employed for like 10 or 15 or 20 years or ever years. And now I don't know what to do. Now I have to go back to work and I have to explain to the lady who's interviewing me, who's a supervisor boss, saying, well, what have you been doing the last 10 years? I've been at home raising children. Nobody wants to hear that in an interview. They're not hiring you, baby. You're going to have to hire yourself and figure out a way to just be gainfully employed. And guess what? You're going to have no startup capital because you're too busy out there buying Gucci, Fendi, Prada, and Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I could buy it on my own because guess what? I like having a medium life. I'm a mix between hard and soft life at all times. <laughs> all right, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Girl, Get Your Act Together. I'll see you next time. Actually, next time it's going to be Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 95.3 Jams. That's the radio station that I air my live show. It's debatable with attorney Nianza Elmore from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And from 10 a.m. to 11 um, Central Standard Time is Girl, Get Your Act Together, the live podcast. All right. This was just an emergency recording because I like to do my podcast in real time with real issues that go on in my married life because I know a lot of women come on here when they're talking about how everything fell to shit, their husband is leaving them. But no, I have a happy marriage. It's just that I have to tell you how we maintain the happiness and how I maintain my sanity from a real perspective and from not all these lies that you hear going out there like it's everything is cracking up to be. No, it's not. You can be rich and live a soft life and you're going to get bored with yourself because none of your friends are rich. And so if none of your friends are rich and none of the other rich people are hanging out with you, girl, you're living a boring life, not a soft life. Bye, everybody. For those of you women out there, I've been in this situation. Don't be embarrassed. It could happen to you. 